time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. And today is Tuesday, December 6th. Yesterday, the metals sold off in correlation with the stock and bond markets. Gold fell from $1,823 per ounce to as low as $1,777 before bouncing a bit to the close at $1,781. The Mining Stock Journal commented that it does not believe that gold will stay below $1,800 for very long. Similarly, silver was given a ride on the down elevator from $23.60 per ounce to as low as $22.35 before bouncing to settle at $22.44. As with gold, the Mining Stock Journal said it believes that silver will not spend much time below $23. The newsletter commented that most of the sell-off occurred during the paper market trading hours in London and New York and thus is attributable to both the price management squad whose job was made easier with the big sell-off in financial assets and the hedge funds who have been selling paper gold and silver on the days when the stock market is selling off. The mining stocks held up relatively well in early trading on Monday. At one point, the sector was outperforming the broad stock market. However, late in the afternoon, the mining stocks were pounded, with the GDX ending the day down 3.6%. The newsletter expects a considerable amount of two-way volatility across all market sectors this week, including the precious metal sector, but we'll be adding to positions on down days. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper. Arizona Sonoran Copper is an early-stage copper developer and explorer of the Cactus Mine and its satellite project, Parks Salier, both situated on a four-kilometer mine trend on private land in Arizona's Porphyry Copper District. Opportunity for significant growth and scale exists along the mine trend, while the featured CapEx requirements outlined in the Cactus PEA benefit from significant on-site and nearby access to infrastructure. The company is led by an executive management team and board, which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America. For more information, please visit ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Royal Road Minerals reported more drilling results from its Caribe gold discovery in northeastern Nicaragua, where it is undertaking infill and step-out drilling to resolve the geometry within the known breccia body and to test for a possible intrusive source. Highlights included 172 meters, creating 1.4 grams per ton gold, and hole 50, including 18 meters, creating 2.5 grams per ton gold and 0.2% molybdenum. Holes 50 and 51 intersected higher grade intervals of sulfide mineralization hosted in hydrothermal breccias with very high molybdenum grades interpreted to be indicative of a steeply dipping feeder zone. Drilling at Caribe has now been suspended pending an in-house resource assessment and geological review. Royal Road Minerals trades on the TSXV under RYR. Also in Nicaragua, Calibri Mining reported additional high-grade drill results from the Pantheon North Zone within the Limon Mine Complex, where it anticipates publishing a resource on the main gold shoot early next year. Pantheon North was discovered earlier this year. 
Highlights included 4.9 metres, grading 22.47 grams per tonne gold in hole 4691, within a broader intercept of 10.6 metres, grading 12.85 grams per tonne. Calibri Mining trades on the TSX under CXB and on the OTCQX under CXBMF. Moving up to British Columbia, Scotty Resources reported new assays on its C and D zone targets, which occur as mineralized cross structures adjacent to the Blueberry contact zone. The C and D zones are located approximately halfway between the Blueberry vein and the past-producing Scotty gold mine. Higher-grade intercepts included 6.82 grams per ton gold over 6.8 meters and included a 1.5-meter interval of 17.4 grams per ton. There's also a 4-meter interval of 31.8 grams per ton and 2 meters of 60.7 grams per ton. The Blueberry Zone is located on the Grand Duck Road, 20 kilometers north of the Ascot Resources Premier Project, which is in the process of refurbishing their mill, and Newcrest Bruce Jacks Mine is located 25 kilometers to the north. Scotty Resources trades on the TSXV with SCOT and on the OTCQB. Across Canada now into Ontario, Mineta Gold announced assay results from 11 resource infill and step-out drill holes for 3,918 metres on the 903 gold deposit at its Tower Gold project near Timmins in Ontario. Highlights included 25 metres, grading 3.31 grams per tonne gold in hole 22, which included 11.5 metres, grading 5.85 grams per tonne. Moneta said the results continued to confirm the continuity and extensions of its current 12.8 million ounce mineral resource estimate in all categories, though extensions of good gold mineralization intersected outside the resource and pit in an area contained within the payback period as defined in the preliminary economic assessment. The initial 70,000 metre drill programme has been expanded to 160,000 metres, which will be on 50 metre centres for a feasibility study. Manita Gold trades on the TSX under ME and on the OTCQX under MEAUF. And Jack Lundin has stepped down as president and CEO of Bluestone Resources to assume the role of president of Lundin Mining, which owns a copper mine in Chile and a gold mine in Brazil. At Bluestone, Peter Hempstead will become president and CEO. Lundin is taking an increasingly larger role in the Lundin Group management following the passing earlier this year of his father, Lucas. Jack was the family spokesperson following the Lundin family investment last week in Zinc and Tungsten Explorer Fireweed Metals, as featured in the Mining Stock Daily special interview yesterday. Lundin Mining trades on the TSX under LUN and Bluestone Resources trades on the TSXV under BSR. Uh, Paul? A little bit of a quieter day today, but we'll see how the markets react as gold's starting to get a pop. It's currently trading at seventeen ninety per ounce, so we'll see how the day how the day leads. We certainly shall. All right. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Till later today, I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. 
Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.